0: Good afternoon, good evening and good night, Stephen. Pick one. Good night, Stephen.
1: Good night, Adam.
0: Take care. Good what was that? The Waltons? Uh
1: the Waltons did that yeah Good night, John Boy. Good night, Mary Ellen. Yeah,
0: bedtime at Andy Joyce's house. Yeah, how are you now anyway? People, I'm, 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 I'm I, I, I mean, it's a cliche now at at this stage to say I'm tired, but it's still just caving on, like piling on tiredness of of lockdown and of of just life at the moment is is just yeah. I mean, I'm stressed, but I think everyone is stressed after tit, right?
1: Yeah, it's. And this particular, oh, it's just it feels like, it feels like forever since I've had any sense of civilization.
0: I'm at this this point now where I'm not even going to be comfortable going back. Like uh, before, I said, oh geez, won't it be weird going back to a restaurant now. But now, like they say, it takes twenty one days to develop a habit. How many you know magnitudes of twenty one days have we had since we've been in the habit of going to a restaurant? We're like we're going to have to take. Actual steps to get into the habit of feeling normal around that again. I, like I'm at the stage now, it's so alien. I have no no desire to do that kind of thing.
1: I'm not even missing the restaurants anymore or the pubs. I'm just not interested in them. I, I, and my culinary techniques have improved exponentially since we've started all this.
0: Have they, Gordon Ramsay?
1: Yeah, I've, I've really improved at the old cooking and stuff.
0: Can you do anything now that pre-lockdown Stephen would have went ah oh, i like that
1: nando style peri peri chicken
0: okay to define nando style
1: i made up the marinade myself and marinated the chicken and what's more i butchered the chicken so i but sorry what the, i butchered the chicken
0: you killed the chicken no i
1: didn't kill it it was dead i just butchered it
0: what difference
1: i just butchered the chicken and as in you pulled out all the giblets Like, I cut it into the sum of its parts. So, you know, I took the thighs off, the wings off, the breast off, the oysters, which are delicious.
0: Jesus, you're real, Ed Gein. But did you have to clean out the innards of the chicken, too?
1: No, I just bought a chicken and butchered it. So, rather than... Mm -hmm. I've gone very into my home economics, right? Right. So, I get the chicken and I cut it it up rather than buying a like rather than buying chicken bits it's it's cheaper yeah. to just buy a chicken and actually cut it up into the bits yourself yeah what's more you then have also got the carcass and you can boil the carcass and make a stock and make a stock as well so like there's just it's far more economical so i've been at Jeez, that you're,
0: you're a real Dorina allen's husband <laughs> Uh, jesus that's great fair play to you i mean i get what i will get to exercise later i i guess but maybe what you're lacking in that you've really come on in leaps and bounds in terms of you know serial killer style melting down chickens
1: mm. so yeah that's uh what i've been at okay i've i make really good from scratch buffalo wings
0: how do you make buffalo wing sauce
1: so, you get hot sauce and mix it with butter, and you the you oven cook the wings and then you put them into the the sauce and then you put the them back in the oven to get them crispy again, then you put them back into the sauce again to just give them a little top up and oh my God, I made the blue cheese sauce as well, so I got blue cheese, sour cream, salt pepper, a bit of buttermilk.
0: Right. So, in terms of eating healthier, that's a big firm, you know, uh, family fortunes.
1: Uh-uh, but at least you're cooking. Yeah. So I was making that. What else did I make? I baked myself a giant loaf of bread yesterday. Um, cool, cool. What else have I made? This is really good. Love to a woman. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, what else? I got myself cast iron pans. Right. They're a- good and they're brilliant.
0: now Dutch oven.
1: The only annoying thing about the cast iron pans is the place absolutely fills with smoke. Right. I've gotten really good at making cappuccinos. I started. Started. Milk. How do you?
0: I do like a cappuccino. Like, what? What do you do? Is that you? You have like a milk foamer? Do
1: you? So I have a coffee. I had it for ages, and I just hadn't been using the milk foamer aspect of it. Hmm. And I took it out there recently and serviced it and. Put it back and I started using. So I got a coffee grinder and so I grind the beans, which means that it's fresher tasting, it's nicer anyway. Starting mm-hmm. and I foam up my milk and put a little bit of um put a little sprinkling of chocolate powder on the top.
0: So okay, and what kind of milk now is that, Stephen? Doing your vegan? I haven't done the vegan thing yet. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I was
1: thinking with milk and chocolate. Yeah, I haven't done the vegan thing yet. I'm, mm. i I must get onto it, but I, I just haven't, haven't done the vegan thing yet.
0: I thought you were going to come into me this week with, uh, well, I hope you never come into me, but I hope you were going to talk to me this week and say, you know, oh, I'm doing great with my vegan February.
1: No, I it took me just to finish them fucking shellfish. I had so much bloody <laughs> shellfish.
0: <laughs> it, it was almost grossly indulgent.
1: It was actually ridiculous, say. and I don't know. It it was it was a ridiculous amount of shellfish.
0: Why did you stock up in so many shellfish? Sh- f- th- uh,
1: fucking water meat. They had a minimum. You had to order 35 quid's worth in order to get <laughs> it delivered.
0: <laughs> where are you getting that from? Oh, to get delivered.
1: Yeah. So from where? A fishmonger? Dailies in Galway. They have a kind of a farm.
0: Right.
1: So I ordered it from them and i got a uh, 25 oysters two kilos of mussels and a kilo of clams
0: <laughs> that's an insane amount of shellfish
1: it's a lot of shellfish
0: i mean okay I, i'm not going to question your methods but jesus two kilograms of mussels is an insane um, like that's more than a small child of mussels. No that's not
1: right No um, Is it more than a small child of mussels? What's a pound to a kilogram? Two that's and a grossed. quarter So it's be a very small child
0: You had a premature birth of, of of mussels
1: So I had 25 oysters Two kilos of mussels And a kilo of clams So it was it was a lot of shellfish I'm, I'm not going to lie
0: <laughs> It was a lot of shellfish Okay so March is going to be vegan month yes?
1: yeah i might get into it before march but but i'm certainly going to go past this weekend and then then i'll start considering it
0: is this weekend a specific
1: i'm off for four days and i'm not i i took i took two days off on either side of the weekend and i'm giving myself a long weekend and like fuck if i'm going fucking not eat meat
0: when's ash wednesday maybe you could do a, a this, vegan lunch. Oh, fuck off. Okay, never mind, though. So. Mm. Although, if you start the week after, which would be when you're, yeah, you just one week shorter than Lent, so that's, like, what, 35 days? Just over a month.
1: Um, there's 46 days in Lent. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, because they always shape it around the fucking equinox or shifting calendar or whatever it is.
1: No, it's 46 days because 40 days equivalent of... Um, Jesus in the desert and six days because he didn't bother in the desert on a Sunday. Oh really? Yeah.
0: That was an odd one wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, just I, I, I always just desert. assumed it was 40 but then then turned out no, 46.
0: So he was like a college student in that he came home on weekends to get his, his washing done and then would fuck off back out to the desert.
1: <laughs> well Jesus I'm sure did uh, didn't go home on Sundays but Anyone uh, doing him tribute by doing Lent is, it has yeah has their Sundays off, apparently.
0: That was not a thing when I was a child.
1: It wasn't a thing. I didn't know of it, but apparently that's how long it is and that's why.
0: That spits in the face of devout, if you ask me. Like, okay, Irish people have their cheat day on St. Patrick's Day and you can eat all the sweets or, or, or whatever you want, but... It it definitely wasn't a thing that on Sundays you could break Lent when I was growing up, like Fauches.
1: I remember like meeting other kids and they had Sundays off, and I didn't have Sundays off my Lent. And were they Protestants? No, they weren't, but they 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 were following that ruling, and I was very suspicious of that because I was. That sounds to like Protestant
0: logic to me. Mm. So, are you going to get no? I suppose we'll chat about Lent next week when we're approaching Lent. That that would be the closest thing we're probably going to get to. A fitness effort right now, I reckon, is is purging something rather than fucking doing something new. Jesus, I need to get back to running. I, I really...
1: You missing it? I really
0: feel the lack of it now. Uh, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I'm really feeling that myself now. I haven't run in a good while and, and coming back to Kilkenny has kind of compounded that because I'm trying to, like I said before we started recording, I'm trying to redevelop that whole routine and... Finding places to fit it in is just difficult. So, I mean, we'll get there.
1: Are you... How is your sleeping? Oh, do you know what? It's what's really weird. My sleep has been kind of banjaxed lately. Hmm. I didn't get to sleep till half four last night.
0: Juicy crust.
1: And had to be up this morning for nine. So I had very little sleep. But today, funnily enough, I've loathed. Excuse me, I have loads of energy
0: I'm not going to edit that out then (laughs) That was perfect timing
1: I have loads of energy today Which is It it just was mad to me I was like, there's days there And I'd I'd have gone to sleep at half eleven And I wouldn't be able to budge And I got to sleep at half four yesterday And not a bother on me today
0: And is this a pattern that you're noticing It's harder to sleep?
1: I believe it's pronounced patron Um, (laughs) Don't
0: patronise me
1: Usually, January, I find it very difficult to sleep, but I kind of haven't been able to normalise it completely, but mm. it hasn't been awful either, you know?
0: I No, I asked because I'm... The last week or so now, I found it very difficult to get to sleep. But, I mean, I'm staying up later naturally. Usually, I would hit the half eleven uh uh bedtime myself or, or kind of half 10 11 if I'm feeling particularly good but now it's kind of midnight pushing just after midnight and last last night jesus i just kept waking up uh, uh constantly so today i was or at least this morning i was shattered so it's been yeah it's i don't know it the, the less you do i mean obviously for everyone the less you do the less tired you are the less you sleep and it's just a awful circle
1: yeah I don't know why... I Yeah, today mesmerised me, though. I don't know why I have energy today. And I know I'm, I've just, like, been so lax. We're meant to get a storm from the east.
0: Another beast from the east. Yeah. Apparently it snowed for about 30 seconds here today, and that was it. Mm. It's
1: very cold, though.
0: Oh, it is awful cold. What is it now? Two degrees in Kilkenny. Freeze it's... the bollocks
1: off an Eskimo.
0: Right. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm not loving the cold of late. It's really... Uh it, it's not great. When I get cold at the moment the skin on my hands gets real dry and then when you're using hand sanitizer that exacerbates the situation where my knuckles are just constantly bleeding.
1: Oh yeah. Do you know what you should get? Gloves. Hand moisturizer.
0: I have that. I just keep forgetting to use it.
1: And get the one with urea in it. Like piss? Well urea. I'm sure, it's someone's piss.
0: Is there a specific reason you're telling me about urea? Are you using urea? Their are Bear Grylls.
1: It, urea in hand cream is... It's really good.
0: Oh. Really... Well, no, the one I have, I got from Lush just because it helped, I think, like a fox animal sanctuary or something uh, that particular week, so I bought it.
1: Hmm.
0: got I help the foxes. Christ! In this, I know this is unrelated, we'll get back in a second, but why the fuck are people still hunting foxes or doing any kind of hunting in this day and
1: age? Well, I get hunting generally, but hunting foxes is like... Nah, fuck off, lad. Cuntish. Yeah. I, I don't have any real qualms about general hunting, like if somebody's going out shooting pheasants and will eat them. I don't really have a problem with that. Now I will say I feel sorry for the poor old pheasants because they're lovely and Oh yeah. And also they're so stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But I kinda of go you know, if you're going to if you're going to eat it or whatever like off you go grand but but foxes and this this fucking cultural hunting stuff i don't get
0: oh it's awful getting up on horses to go chase animals uh and use animals to hurt each other like we're not playing fucking pokemon do you know what i mean just leave the animals alone
1: yeah like i wouldn't be doing it now i wouldn't get my kicks from it but I, you know so other people do and and as long as they're as long as they're being respectful i think all around.
0: I wonder, as a betweener gentleman, do people think we're into hunting?
1: No, I don't think anyone ever looked at either of us and went. <laughs> but he's good shot. Yeah, yeah, I don't, don't, don't think that ever, ever happened.
0: <laughs> probably not. Yeah, that's fair. Um, speaking of um, well, Jesus, we we'd probably better um. A better segue before when we were talking about changes of habits and, and lifestyles. But did you look at that ad I sent
1: you? I did, yeah.
0: So for context for the listeners, I, I sent you. No, don't give I, me any
1: context.
0: <laughs> I sent him uh, one of the ads from the Super Bowl yesterday that... I mean, it, it look, it's fun to look and talk about ads anyway. And the Super Bowl always has like... It's kind of like the Olympics of ads. But this one ad really stood out to me. Uh, it was for Squarespace... And it changed Dolly Parton's song, which kept Dolly Parton singing um from nine to five to five to nine. Any thoughts jump out to you about it?
1: I think it was uh, the idea of it was that that of you know you can go out on your own and work less. This was the the sell. It was very aspirational as opposed to this should be the way it is. It's very much kind of like. You, as an individual, can break free from this horrific existence of nine five
0: see, I think that's what they were going for, but to me it, it just didn't land and it it almost felt kind of corporate dystopic like so the production value was amazing. It was directed and probably written by jamie and uh, jamie and by Damien Chiselle, uh, the guy who wrote and directed. Or at least directed um La La Land and Whiplash. So there was bright colours everywhere and lots of dancing kind of uh, getting into that Busby Berkeley, you know, uh, big, big ensemble dance thing in, in a movie. And it starts out in a in a cubicle office and five o'clock hits and Dolly Dolly starts, you know, doing the update of her song. But the message of the ad is your work day is over now. Now go do the work. That
1: yes, I, I, is important to you. I, I got I kind of was wondering about that. Was it Well, actually it, initially my thought was this is actually nine to nine is what they're suggesting here. But
0: Exactly. Like it, it's the fact they start off in a cubicle and make the implication now that your work day is done. Yeah, there is that implication
1: is in there, yeah.
0: And that to me was just fucking shocking because there is no um like the ad is supposed to inspire people is saying oh squarespace you can make your own website to share your ideas and uh, and get your creativity out there and that's the kind of conceit by uh, besides the concept is uh, our platform can help you bring your passion to life but the way they pitch that is you do it when you're done your day of work because clearly your passion is never going to fucking sustain you that you need to work this desk writing job in order to have our software, which is just a supplement to uh to your corporate
1: slave drone life, <laughs> accurate.
0: Uh, accurate, but Jesus, when you're selling dreams at the Super Bowl, it's the grimest dream they could have pitched.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I get what they were going for, but it's it yeah. There's a lot of different ways you could interpret it. I mean, I, I mm. felt I felt the initial idea was that you'd only be working five to nine. But five to nine is a weird time to be working anyway. So.
0: Yeah. It's like, you know, when you're going to write a sketch and you come up with a great punchline and you just write regardless of
1: the plot holes. Yeah. yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it, it's that. It's a swing in a maze.
0: Oh, it's a total swing in a maze. Like, it just, I don't know, I was watching it and it made me sad because I'm like, ah, this is a company which thought that this was an inspiring message. And everything is beautiful in it. it it's gorgeous choreography, lovely colours, a fantastic Thanks. and well-respected director. <laughs> yeah, all credit to you. And then the message is just straight out of fucking Metropolis-like. Um, yeah.
1: Incidentally, that was Hitler's favourite movie. Was it? I never saw that film. Very good. Had he a good taste in film?
0: I was an art student, so it was probably very avant-garde. Mm.
1: Well, he wasn't allowed in to be an art student, wasn't he not? Uh,
0: no, he was. He was just told he'd never make out of himself.
1: No, I thought he wasn't allowed in. I thought he was turned away from the Vienna Art School on his application and just became a, a painter.
0: A real jerk. I had a, a history, not a history teacher, a, a fourth, which makes it even weirder, a fourth class teacher in primary school who used to say things like, well, no, Hitler, he was a very good looking man.
1: I, I never got the good looking aspect of it
0: no i mean if you want to talk about joseph stalin in his day he was a yeah, a snack yeah 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 but hitler no but anyway yeah the, the the damien Giselle's um squarespace super bowl ad just totally didn't land and it it, it struck a it struck a bad
1: chord with me that where did that think, word come from snack
0: i don't know it's on the internet and i i think it's good Cause I, I heard think it's a fun a fun word.
1: I yeah, I heard I've heard it used alright. And it was kinda of like I I was, I wasn't as sure was it a word that that gets bandied about or was it just one person using it?
0: No, it is bandied about a good bit now, uh, I believe. And it's I don't know. It it's um I I, I it's a certain kind of quirky dialect that I, I just I, I like.
1: Okay. Yeah. I I I like the word, yeah, in that context.
0: So there we have it, Hitler, not a snack. Not a snack.
1: McVities snack
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's your favourite snack bar oh purple purple yeah I used to like the yellow yellow
1: ones I used to like the yellow ones but Mm -hmm. I don't know I just I don't know I don't I don't fucking know
0: I used to be a big yellow snack man myself because I just I, I think they're a little sweeter and a little nicer but the purple one is just better but there's less of it
1: yeah but the chocolate is thicker
0: maybe that's it which, if you remember animal bars? They were probably the best value chocolate of the nineties.
1: Animal, yeah, they weren't great chocolate though.
0: They weren't great chocolate at all. But like, you got them. They were like trading cards because you you had like two different animals on each slab of chocolate in it, and then you got a fun little puzzle to solve on the wrapper.
1: Or if you were shrewd, you'd tra- trade it in for a chomp because they're delicious.
0: I preferred Fudge The Fudge bar Of course you did Chomp were very Like I like a, a good sticky bar But I don't know Something about Chomp
1: Oh no Chomp they break the jaw of you though From eating them
0: They would break the jaw of you I, No I liked I, I believe we've talked about Postman Pat Sweets before On this podcast That have Gone out of production For many years And I'm just I'm dying for someone It's like the Mandela effect No one seems to remember them at all Except me yeah, there, there, were, there were. Wait, like how's a that like bar? the Mandela
1: effect? Everyone remembers Nelson Mandela. That's not a thing. What are you on you about? You haven't.
0: You haven't heard of the Mandela effect?
1: The Mandela effect is when you think somebody has been dead for years, and no, find out that they haven't been dead.
0: That's an example of the Mandela effect. But essentially, the Mandela effect. The way I understand it is when. The majority of people collectively remember something a certain way, but that's incorrect. So a lot of why it's called the Mandela effect is many people claim to remember Mandela dying in prison, but he didn't. There's also an example of the, the Bernstein bears. They're an American kind of cartoon bear that everyone remembers them as the Bernstein bears, but they're actually the Bernstein bears.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: I'll I'll do this a quick Google because uh, I find the Mandela effect fascinating.
1: Mm. Free, Free Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you not remember that song? <laughs>
0: no.
1: I guess I'm a bit older than you. Here's
0: what. Here's one example. The. Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and Elmer
1: Fod What are those boys Uh they were Warner Brothers Looney Tunes Spell Tunes T-O-O-N-S
0: It's T U N E S but everybody remembers that as T O O N S
1: I reckon the reason people remember it as that is possibly because it was a thing in Roger who framed Roger Rabbit wasn't it Which Looney Tunes Looney Tunes I I have a feeling that Tunes was Like it might have been an adjustment of it But I think it was a thing in Who Framed Roger Rabbit
0: No Tunes is the correct one
1: T O O N S.
0: No T-U-N-E-S
1: Tunes Yeah Yeah but I have a feeling In Who Framed Roger Rabbit It was Tunes or something Something like that
0: Ah. Let's see can we get another one a lot of these are very uh, uh, American. Okay. Mirror, mirror on the wall in Snow White. Everyone remembers that. That was never said in the movie. She says magic mirror on the wall. The, oh, of, you know, in We are the champions yeah. of the world. Of the world isn't in the song. But everyone but reacts to this the audience sings not it
1: instinctively. Shout that in live versions or something.
0: Oh yes you're right Freddie does sing The words at the end of the song During the band's famous Wembley Stadium performance
1: There you go And also His tiny tune adventures Come and join the fun And now our song is done
0: <laughs> Okay hold on So the Tank was... Man In Tiananmen Square This is an interesting one Because this isn't just Fucking American In perhaps the most memorable moment During the 1989 uh, Tiananmen Square protests They spell that as Protests but Never mind Recollections of the event vary Some say the un- unidentified man Known as Tank Man Was run over and killed But others show him Moving away from the scene
1: mm. And the vast majority of them Were killed outside of the square
0: But this is just specifically Tank Man This dude Yeah, yeah it- Do you know another example of this I think we talked about Is Robbie Coltrane's death She did No
1: I didn't think he was dead.
0: But I was talking to people recently um, and we all swore blind that we remember Robbie Coltrane dying just after the Harry Potter movies because he played Hagrid and everyone's like, oh, Beans, Hagrid's
1: dead. Richard Harris did die and he was in the first.
0: But he died before the movie's finished. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He died after the, the first movie. mm. But uh, it's it's not just me. It's yeah. No, up the I whole think you're just Mandela effect. I later think
1: this on. is it. I think you're just an Egypt.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's possible too. But yeah, no. People look up to Mandela effect. It's it's really interesting because just sociologically as a thing, it's the phenomenon of a large group of people remembering things collectively in a certain way, and it's 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 fascinating. And one example of that is people seeming to remember uh, Mandela dying in prison Now nutjobs will go on and say this proves the theory that alternate realities exist but those are just lunatics
1: and before we get to exercise I think we're just out of time madam.
0: <laughs> going to leave it with me sounding like a, a loony tune
1: hmm. so uh, we'll leave it at that and sure up yours
0: that's all folks that's a good catch line. Maybe we should use that
1: more. Okay, don't finish don't finish the podcast on that's all folks. Leaving that little bit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> good
0: luck. That's all folks.